Just as the thought is made manifest through actions and words, so is our future reward through the impulses of the heart. There was this quite tricky one. It was really difficult to find the true meaning of that because it is not easy. But um, I think that uh, what he tries to tell us it is that uh, he wants to point our attention to those things, to thoughts which are in our mind because our words, our deeds are just a reflection of those thoughts and uh, we have this experience that with people who can speak nicely Hi. and nice, they are able to use nice words and correct words but you you know that something's fake, you know, and especially in our church environment, it is it is uh, you can find it very very easy. Um, especially, I this is not offense you know, to everybody, but usually ladies they have this. Uh, uh, tendency and uh, it's always connected with some kind of desire to be on higher spiritual level than it is reality and because you are not able to grow or you don't want to make effort so you start to pretend and after a while it is like a mask like second nature, we are showing to others, but and then and then people are upset. Those people are then upset that others they don't take them seriously. Mm. That well, they. I know one lady that she was she thought very highly about herself, and she was very, very upset that nobody from the church uh, doesn't want to ask her about uh, uh, directions. She would love to give spiritual direction to people, and, and, but well, nobody was asking her. And uh, so she was like bitter because of that. So it, this happens. And uh, this is why we are supposed to start always have work with our thoughts because um, the good thoughts they they are they lead us towards virtues and these virtues are seen in our words and deeds and um, it's not only that it is some kind of beauty which we have in front of God, but people can feel that. People can uh, can see these virtues, and naturally, and there is some kind of inclinations towards towards those people uh, who we see as uh, virtues. Uh, 
And there's another thing. If we follow, if we try to keep good thoughts and we follow them, and these good thoughts, then there are change to, or they, they, they bring their fruit good words and good deeds. So then we are, in some point, uh, are getting something what is like foretaste of blessedness in heaven. It's something what it's difficult to explain, but those who experience that, they, they, they understand and, and If we try to follow these good thoughts and uh, make effort to, to bring them to words and deeds, uh, for sure, it's not a nice life. People like us, uh, everybody admires us because of virtues, but this is nothing. Uh, this uh, state brings this blessing from above. And uh, we know that because this blessing causes uh, excitement and new zeal or increasing of zeal in heart for bigger, even bigger spiritual things. So I, I think that this is what he tried to tell us, that uh, we should really be pay attention what's going on in our mind, in our heart, and to capture this good thoughts and to try to act upon these this good thoughts to come to this um, reward, as he says, uh, which comes from heaven. It's not, it's like, well, foretaste of future, future glory. And how to how to this how to recognize this good deed, uh, good thoughts, or uh, well, we this sermon is made by uh, when we know scripture, when you know God's law, when you know God's commandments. So, like this psalm, which says the longest psalm is the psalter. <coughs> it is that there are there are like whole psalms about this desire uh, to know God's law, to know God's word, and uh, to love that. We we are seeing a funeral uh, part of the psalm in these like hymns that your word is for me for precious than thousands of. In gold and silver. Yes, mm -hmm. and similar things. It's like, and and in our church, uh, we are praying during weekdays this psalm, whole psalm, during uh, like midnight service. This every day, every day we pray this psalm, um, as a reminder that we should study, we should ask God to give us a light to understand, because. Once you understand this God's law, God's commandment, so then 
it is easy to recognize uh, bad thought, thought which goes against that. It is like foreign uh, element that you you know it is is something wrong. And as this process studying God's word, God's commandments. Um, uh, this this study, this meditation, with them forms our heart, our mind, and uh, uh, it is like imprint we are putting to our soul, and uh, and then it naturally leads to words and deeds uh, which are in harmony with this with these thoughts. I think that that's it with that. But there's a comment or a no question. Go ahead. I think it's so hard to know sometimes when you're going through your examination of conscience as far as thoughts go like which ones like willfully consent to, which ones are you battling against? Is it good just to bring all of them to confession and say, Well, I think consenting to these, these Trying to fight against these seem like temptations to know, yeah, which ones you are actually falling into to sin with. Well, it is. Uh, I I think I mentioned that before, but well, it's good to repeat that Saint Paisi he had very nice uh, explanation. He said that about thought. He said that Bobby has so many thousand, thousand thoughts per per day. But he said thoughts are like planes. That there are thoughts that like plane is very high flying. You cannot hear the plane, but you can see. You look, there is a plane, but you continue and you forget immediately. So then there are planes who are flying like lower. You can see them and you can hear them. And it's the, the sound of this plane can be annoying. And you, you know, this, there is a plane and it's annoying. You are not comfortable, but you turn and you are doing your work. But you recognize this annoyance of this, of this. And he said, those two, Planes represent thoughts which come. Some we can recognize, but well, we don't pay attention to them. Some are annoying that we know those thoughts are here, but well, we are doing our job. I said this is not problem. This is okay. But the problem becomes when you build an airport. You know that in your heart. So when you build an airport, so this plane can land. And he's playing, it means that when you want this, when you when you catch this thought, you start to this provocation, you start to think about that, play with that, stay with that. So this is thought we should uh, bring to confession, especially if they repeat uh, the same kind of thoughts. Repeats so because it's a, it's a sign of some compassion which is alive. In the person. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. It's still 
still it is not really clear explanation what now for discernment but I think it helps and uh, uh, we should not be very we should not worry too much if we really want to fight and we are fighting is that uh, slowly we are getting the skill and and it is not because of our effort it's because of God's gift because he comes and he helps those who try to grow and there is the same thing like when child is learning to walk stands makes one step fails and uh, there's always hand of mother or father who try to encourage and show and and maybe even to hold a little bit so this god is not uh, leaving those who try without help and uh, we are growing that so i but i think that this advice of saint Pisces, I, I think it's very helpful you know at least for me mm-hmm. that uh, yeah one thing um, that stood out to me when, when you were talking is you said rewards aren't always tangible just like how like good thoughts aren't always like very articulate right it's like you said there are psalms about the desire to know god's love which would describe god but in the end, words fail to completely articulate you know, God to us. And I think he said another week we'll have our own unique relationship with God. Um, and so we should ask God to give us the grace to understand, even, or like to, in his mercy, give us a peace that passes understanding. So even if we don't understand, to have peace about it. Yeah. Yeah. There is, the, there is. The, The problem is, I think that many people they have that we are we are were taught it's like through science. Okay, do this and the result is this. Do this, result is this, and we want these definitions. We want to really uh, have clear answers. And uh, but in spiritual life, even these holy fathers they teach us to our they. They give us answers. It is like under veil that that well we know but we don't know. We are not sure, and and this real understanding comes through experience, own experience. When we when we try to follow that, then this knowledge from above comes. This is this knowledge about from above. It's, the Holy Fathers they talk, especially as I said they. He says about this a lot of, you know, many places. He's talking about this special touch of God's grace, which brings noetic light to soul. Something what we cannot gain through our powers. That is something what comes from God. But it is God's gift, and. Uh, Everything what we are supposed to do is uh, try to make effort what we know. And all those who make effort, God gives this this gift of understanding. That makes sense, yeah. Good. Okay.
sowas bin. Thus a merciful heart will receive mercy, while a merciless heart will receive the opposite. Very simple law. And uh, and if we read gospel and searching for this mercy, um, we can we can find that it is really something what Christ asks us to do. He says and and he gives us like orders that be merciful as be perfect and be merciful as your and the Father is merciful. And uh, this is the way how to how to enter to community with God. Uh, again, Isaac Syrian, he's, I was like, when uh, it was like year of mercy, it was several years ago, mm -hmm. S seven, six, seven years. It might, be, it might be that, but it might even be more. Yeah. And uh, uh, during that year, I read that uh, many times Faustina was mentioned, you know, his Chaplet of Mercy, and it was like, but uh, it's interesting because Isaac Syrian is called Apostle of God's Mercy because he is really talking about mercy all the time and he invites everybody who is reading to try to be merciful, to force to be merciful. And he says many good things about mercy. And one, and, and I think it's not only that he wants to say some pious words, he is teaching us about greatness or, or value of mercy. For example, he says, when that the mercy is the only thing which can uh, put us in front of gates of heaven immediately. There is no other like uh, activity spiritual which would bring us to the gates of heaven immediately at that moment. But mercy can. That always when you are merciful, when you show mercy, this, this your act of mercy brings you to the gates of heaven. And what he says that if he goes to the gates of heaven, it means that when, at the time if doors are open, you, you can enter. There's no obstacle there more if mercy is present. And, and why he valued this or, or stresses this mercy so much? Because gospel teaches us that if we don't have a merciful heart, we are not able to receive mercy from God. And it is not some kind of like punishment. It's not that, okay, God punishes us because, no, it is because uh, when mercy is missing our heart, uh, through in this state really locks us 
or, or put us uh, to uh, or, or makes our heart like skull rock skull which cannot receive this uh, uh, God's grace God's mercy it is an unusually if mercy is missing so we will, we can find there many other things which we can uh, characterize uh, to, uh, we can tell about them that okay just one word I am not going to serve to God there is this, this state of, of human soul uh, which refuses to serve God so if mercy is missing we find this attitude in human in human heart and this soul cannot receive mercy from God and again it's good to remind ourselves that that this commandment and in which is key to understand how to enter to this deep relationship with God when Christ tells us that uh, that we love God when we keep his commandments So may we continue? This file allows <laughs> The law of freedom teaches the whole truth. <coughs> Many read about it in a, a theoretical way, but few really understand <coughs> it, and these only in the degree to which they practice the commandments. Yeah. Okay, it's another simple law. But this simple law gives us serious challenges. Uh, St. Mark says that uh, this law of freedom teaches us truth. And uh, we understand that under the truth he, he means uh, like f this uh, fullness of God's revelation. But what is this law of freedom? What does it mean under that? And uh, the answer uh, we can find uh, in Christ's words when he says that everybody who commits sin is a slave. And only when the slave is freed by son, then that person can gain like full freedom. So, it means that uh, the person who is under the rule of sin, the person must, it is not free. He is slave of sin and is not able to receive uh, teaching about truth which comes from heaven. And he explains that, that why it is. Uh, he says about people who 
who know gospel, or trying to know gospel, um, but uh, uh, they are doing this only with this intellectual way. Uh, they they learn about it, they study that, but still they don't. Uh, it doesn't lead them to to this desire to fulfill all commandments. And uh, even they don't start to fight against uh, those things which they find in themselves, uh, which are sinful or bad habits or acting of passions. They are, they are ignorant of that. I'm not talking about people who uh, know and they fail and they stand, and they fail and they stay, but, well, they are, they are actively uh, and, uh, in, are engaged in this warfare, um, standing again, again, again. Not about that. It is about those who they know and they don't care. You know, mm -hmm. they don't care. And uh, uh, and those people are slaves of sin. And they are not able to understand uh, truth. They are not able to understand truth. And uh, it is a difficult process because, like people who know their passions and they fight against the passions, these those are heroes, you know, because uh, it's it's uh, to admit that okay, I am weak. To admit I fail, it's heroic, and it is sign that that person is in a good way. But it is not easy way. It's it's something what what you have to fight again, and again, every day, every day, and you are going through hard moments. But you are not giving up and you trust God's grace and mercy and, and, and you are begging for help. And uh, this is hard work. And spiritual life is hard work. There is... is there one? Okay, go ahead. No, I was, no, keep going. No, no. This thought just keeps coming back to me today, and that is, you know, God will give each of us his judgment and his mercy. Before we can accept his mercy, we have to accept his judgment. We have to acknowledge it, we have to embrace yeah. it, and then we can have mercy. Sure. If we don't have if we don't acknowledge sure. the judgment, yeah. mercy does us no good. Yeah. You're right. But uh, look I, I think that this God judgment it is For those who are serious about faith, about God, about salvation, this God's judgment is something what we put ourselves on ourselves. You know, that we bring ourselves to, I would say, always when I make confession and I, I reveal my thought, reveal my deeds, and so this is something what when I make this judgment over myself and because of that God's mercy is poured on us. 
and uh, it's difficult. It's a very difficult thing, but the only thing we are supposed to do. And because of that, oh, many people are searching for easier way. And they say, well, I am sick, I am uh, under influence of demons, I am wounded, and, and um, a few days ago I sent it to my brother, I sent it to Miron, it was like short video. It was from, very short, it was like, not, you know, like minute. And it was from time of COVID when churches were closed. And there was some kind of preacher, charismatic, and he was uh, talking to camera. There was like monitors behind him that different faces of people, so they were connected with through camera. And he was praying about uh, sending Holy Spirit through, so, so I'm sending through this device, through this camera, through this TV cell, I'm sending Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is healing you all. You can be free, you have to be, touch the screen, touch the screen, and, and then he said, and <laughs> camera, I said, oh. Good, you know, you are powerful. I, 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 well, it was so, so funny to see that. My brother answered that, you should start to do this, you will be famous, you know, <laughs> healing through a camera. But then I talked to my brother and, and we spoke that, but how it is that even for us it's fucking funny, but how many people take it seriously? And, and, there, and, and even that, the, he he had a lot of followers, and uh, and well, and this is the reason is that we are searching for easier way. You know, we are easier. It's we have this inclination to like, okay, this is the way how I can be healed without work, without work, and and so okay now it's very popular, uh, there are liturgies, and after liturgies there are special prayers for healing and uh, to be free from demons and everything, and uh, it's a lot of people are coming there, and we have so many exorcists now there, and they are so busy, and I said, well, I, I was growing up, and then half of my, like, pastoral work. I didn't know who is exorcist in our park. It, it, it was not, no, bishop knew. And if somebody was in need, it was sent. Now it is like showman. Oh. It's, it's every, uh, like exorcist. And, or they put themselves to this role and they have this regular, like this service when they do healing and, and uh, freeing from demons, everything. Um, I'm quite sus suspicious. I, I don't blame them that they are, have bad intentions or something, but I think that it is not good to somehow 
bring this illusion that that it is without effort, that I am suffering from something from and it, behind that is some compassion that I will come for some kind of this service and they will bring all me and I will go like free. Well, God can do this, but well, usually this warfare we go through, this has meaning, this disforms us. By blaming a demon too, we are absolving ourselves of the sin, that it's yeah. the demon in me doing it. Mm -hmm. And I just gotta get the demon out of me, yeah. and I'm a good person, but the demon's doing the bad stuff. Yeah. And it just, it absolves me, I absolve myself from any responsibility. Yeah. And then I don't have to work for it, I don't have to fight the passion. I, I, I leave it up to somebody else to take it away, and it ain't gonna work. No, well, and I, th I think it's, they've connected with the spiritual, or the spiritual law, because uh, everybody who starts to search for gospel and to understand and to try to keep the commandments, uh, I, uh, people who don't only study gospel, but they try to receive gospel as an instruction for life, they come to the understanding that, okay, there is a need for my, to, for journey for me to, to make these steps on this path which leads, leads to purification of heart. But if you don't do this, so then, well, then you are searching for easy ways because you suffer. As he says, there's an intellectual, some of them get it to the intellectual level. And again, that's easy because I can control it and it makes sense to me. And I think I've got it under control. Yeah. And I think I've got it figured out. But when it gets down to the heart, you realize, nah, I don't have it under control. You know, I, I, I think so. Yes, it is. And, and I think that there's a little bit problem. Um, not problem, it's a problem which many priests deal with. Um, I mean, always here now, so we were talking yesterday, and um, he mentioned several things, and and you can feel that that uh, there are priests who are in some kind of depression because they want. They want to be good pastors. They want to, the parishes to grow, and and uh, despite they give this good catechesis or something, nothing's happening. And and then they go like down in spirit. That okay, I'm getting this information. I'm teaching good these good things, but nothing's happening. There is no answer. And, and and even not only answer that, the, the, and they know this like that. Okay, I have. He was giving one one concrete thing. They said that well, uh, in my parish, that priest said, I have a lot of men who had very good knowledge about theology, but parish is not growing. So. And, and and then it is like mystery. What is going on? We know, and nothing's happening. 
is this intellectual knowledge and uh, uh, don't take me wrong I, I'm not I'm not enemy of studying you know because I like to study but well study is one thing and spiritual life is another thing and uh, and it's more practical uh, who said this I don't remember but it was like um, theology without deeds is theology of demons. You know that. Well, it means that if if uh, this knowledge doesn't transforms you, so it is like theology of demons. I probably I didn't tell it correctly. I don't remember. But the point is in this. Okay, so let's continue. Do not seek the perfection of this law in human virtues, for it is not found perfect in them. Its perfection is hidden in the cross of Christ. So he continues about this law of freedom, and he gives another, like, he goes like a little bit deeper, and he reminds us very important things that the perfectness of this law this law of freedom is is not um, in um, reaching of some kind of human <laughs> human uh, virtues that to become good person it is about to enter into this community or unity with God to this deep relationship with God and uh, we call it like theosis, that we are growing uh, more and more to the likeness uh, of God. To this, we are, this image of God is more and more present in us. So, so this is that 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 this law of freedom is fulfilled through this ascent up and non-stop as up to growing. And uh, he points uh, to cross and and he says that like that the the fulfillment or the full perfectness of this law we can find when we look at the cross, this law of freedom. Because perfectness is there, because there is a perfect law. And the same thing is that we reach this uh, perfect law of freedom, fulfillment, when we uh, will be taking our crosses every day uh, and, and we will try to to carry them and in this we will be able to slowly to go to deeper and deeper understanding of Christ's love what does it mean how God loves how great love it is and once we open our soul to this uh, activity so with this understanding of this 
great love comes God's help in um, this knowledge from above. And we know that but when, it, uh, when it happens, when our heart starts to like be more on fire, the despise of cross, we can have very difficult cross in our life. But if we take it as a cross, we are supposed to carry and we are thankful to God and we try we let this cross to form us it doesn't lead us to this pain it doesn't lead us to to uh, depression it leads us to like this this excitement this zeal uh, for deeper and deeper love for God does it make sense So let's have it now. <coughs> Excuse me. The law. <coughs> Excuse me. The law of freedom is studied by means of true knowledge. It is understood through the practice of the commandments and is fulfilled through the mercy of Christ. <coughs> this is like I like this formulation that it's studied by means, correct? Mm-hmm. It's this English translation. Because um, the, the law of freedom is studied by means of true knowledge. When we say study, <coughs> to study, it means to gain this information. <coughs> Excuse me, from books, it's fine from books or from uh, whatever means. But what it says, he studied by tools of free, of true knowledge. And <clears throat> it is done by fulfilling of commandments. <coughs> so, When we fulfill commandments, he says, it's, it's a, actually <coughs> how we study. This is what, uh, this is, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is something when we <clears throat> when we start to think about that, that how we need to, if we want to follow the teaching of saints, how many times we have to change these some kind of settings in our heart, in our mind, and to to understand what they really mean, and. Uh, <clears throat> Even these Holy Fathers, they were reading you know, scripture, they were reading other Holy Fathers, saints. <coughs> but uh, this true knowledge comes from different study. 
and, and this process of keeping commandments. Because <coughs> only when <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. Thank you. Do you have some? <laughs> we can, we can, for example, read everything about cross, crucifixion. We can understand and to come with this, how painful it is. We can really through intellect understand that well, Christ made like huge sacrifice for us. But only when we follow him and we take our cross, we start to understand much deeper how great sacrifice it was. And, and through fulfilling commandments, when we try to fulfill a commandment, let's say, forgive your enemy, okay? If you think during day, uh, evening, when you think about your day, how many people somehow insulted you or hurted you and caused uh, injustice? And to forgive how difficult it is. How you need to force yourself to really change all your soul, this inner heart, this attitude towards those people. And you have to break your ego, your heart, your thoughts through this. It's not easy. This is why when saints uh, Again, I mentioned uh, what Isilian says. He says, run away from theological discussions. Avoid them. What he means through this is that this discussion can bring this illusion of knowledge. And uh, a person can become very fast like slave of this illusion but true understanding comes through practicing not talking All right. I, I 
have a, I think we start here because my voice is gone. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. That's all right.